When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm. He listens to the podcast every week. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. (laughs) So um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. Hey, everybody, just a reminder that on June 23rd, we will be doing our Twitter takedown. We will be live on twitch.com backslash Geekscape TV between noon and midnight. Uh, On there, we'll be discussing a bunch of different movies. They have been announced on the Facebook page. Uh, They do include things like Starship Troopers and Friday the 13th 3D and a bunch of other great movies. So make sure that you join in. We're going to be collecting money for ALS as well, which is a charity that's near and dear to a bunch of us. And if you really feel crazy, I'll probably be doing it for a full 24 hours starting at midnight and going until the Twitter takedown ends at midnight the next day. So make sure that you check that out. Thank you guys for all of the things that you do for Horror Movie Night. And now let's talk about a zombie movie that kind of doesn't follow any rules. Um, I don't know. Welcome to our very human show. Today we discuss Video Dead. Movie plot is as follows. Humans interact with television. Deaths occur. Oh no, quite dramatic. Scott is made of flesh, bone and cartilage. Adam has a complex vascular system. I need oxygen to continue to live. I hope that your human body is comfortable and ready for an episode of an audio show you enjoy. All fellow humans, please now process the following audio. It is horror movie night. <laughs> oh my god. That might be the best intro in like years. Um, okay, so we have a special guest on this week, John from the Freight Corner podcast. Uh, you made us watch this, so how about you defend yourself right out the gate? 
Yeah, oh, hey, not... John, you uh, you got a whole lot of questions to answer. Right? You got a whole lot of fucking shit to answer for. Oh, I'm not going to defend it. I was just looking for the worst piece of shit I could find to watch. Well, you uh, came pretty damn close to successful on that. <laughs> My first fucking note is a direct Nailed it, buddy. You fucking nailed it. Great the, job. The opening, the one of the first lines in the movie is a character looks at the TV and says, what is this shit? And I just wrote, I hear you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah. And actually, then we immediately get the uh, John Carpenter, Kmart John Carpenter theme song. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty much park for the chorus for the whole film. It's it's a great theme song in that it shows you how mediocre this movie is and how much of a ripoff of every other good horror movie that it is. Yeah. The score for this movie is absurd. Like, just... <laughs> Like, oh, man, everything about this movie is, is – uh, I, I took a couple of notes here, all right? And and they're, like, really, like, existential, I was questioning my life choices fucking kind of <laughs> notes. Cause and if, like, if Adam O'Brien is questioning his life over how bad something is, if, if Flava O'Brien is saying <laughs> that this is bad, it's bad. So I – um, I, this is the second time I've seen this movie. Uh, the I I own it as I own many of things, but I own it for a good reason. Uh, it came as a double feature from Scream Factory with Terror Vision, uh, which is a way better movie. Um, I remember the special effects being shittier <laughs> the first time I watched it. They're still pretty bad, but like when you guys watch this movie in the very beginning, right when the TV like all the fucking drawn on lightning effects are exploding out of the TV set in the very beginning. Um, did that look really pristine and nice? And then immediately it cuts inside the van where the two delivery guys are talking, and it was like the grainiest, shittiest home movie quality footage ever? <laughs> yeah. Or was that just mine? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so this movie, <clears throat> this is the first full time of me watching it because I tried to watch this a couple years ago because I, I was actually going to pick it when we were still Red Horror Club, and uh, I couldn't make it through it. It was so bad. It's um, such a good actually, VHS cover, though. That's the most insulting no, the, part. The VHS cover. Yeah, it's it's and we saw a dude at Monster Mania with a sick video dead shirt and I was like, Man, I wanna like that movie, but I just can't ever see myself watching it well. Uh here's me eating my words, because uh, I watched it. <laughs> but this here <clears throat> let me preface all of the nasty things I'm gonna say about this film and the person who picked it, uh, with this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that this movie is charming in a really shitty way. Like it's so bad, but it's still I think that it's it's our age bracket, like our generation where we're like, yeah, this is fucking garbage, but it kind of reminds me of a specific time in my life when like I don't know, you just watch this kind of crap on, I don't know, sci-fi or something like that, although I can't see them actually playing Video Dead. Yeah. Um, no, this would absolutely... This, there, as much as I'm about to dump on this movie, if I was, like, 10 and I rented this from the video store, I probably would have loved the shit out of this movie. I'm not angry with it. Like, there's a lot of movies that we watch that I'm really upset that I had to fucking sit through the thing, but I'm not necessarily angry at this movie. The word that I keep coming back to is baffled. Like, if I control <laughs> f it on my notes right now, like, there would probably be, like, 13 or 14 results for the word baffled. Like, I, I <laughs> yeah. just kept coming back. Like, I'm just so confused by it. Well, John, you need to please give me some sort of explanation. Like, what is your history with this movie? 
okay, I seen this a few years ago. I think it was on Netflix for a short time, and I watched That's it. I tried thought, to watch it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, this is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen, and <laughs> I hope I never watch it again. Well, so I just came across it again. I thought, hey, seeing how they stood me up on the stuff, I'll pick <laughs> this one instead. <laughs> This is, yeah, we 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 earned that. We deserve that. Well, the thing is, is that our stuff episode is so good that yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want? Oh, well, it's a good episode. I just I that was a lot better quality than this one for it sure. It gave us it gave oh. us Adam's incredible Mo impression. Well, I, I I just figured that uh, you know I decided to uh, to torture the whole audio and uh, make you make you watch a video dead. Uh, that's what I, I thought I'd do. So while we're still talking about the opening, my, my name's John, and I'm a I'm a real big piece of shit, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so while we're talking about the still before the actual title comes on the screen sequence of the movie, um, if you were a delivery guy and you just randomly entered somebody's house because they weren't answering the door and found their body like that, would you also very calmly close the door and walk away? Or <laughs> well, we're missing we're missing a couple things before that though. Um, who would send me a TV? I don't even watch TV. <laughs> That is a, that's a like a, a line in this film in the first five minutes, um, but then he like is like annoyed that this piece of shit TV is like in his house. Go, he, I think he goes to bed and then it, it it starts billowing out smoke and then a zombie head comes out of it. Um, and then yeah, the the delivery guys are not shocked at all. And and but the funniest part about that whole scene is that he's wearing a birthday hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I think one of the key factors in making a movie is uh, the ability to properly relay information to your audience through dialogue and and visuals, and uh, they just completely fucking miss the mark on this fucking movie. Like they have no idea what they're. Do- I, I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read you uh, my first note. This is the first note that I took. I'm at the six minute mark. And I can tell you already that the people that made this film are entirely incompetent. They don't know how to relay information in an interesting way. Uh, they don't know how to set up visually interesting thoughts, and they really don't give much of a shit about the plot. <laughs> like that's oh, this movie... maybe I. You know what? Maybe I am angry at this movie. I might actually be angry at this movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you can dig deep and just get really upset, that would that would make it a really good episode. So you know, do that for us. But um, what I will say is that I think that this movie has a fun concept. Like, that the... Well, the thing is, like, I, I guess if I'm extrapolating the concept correctly, because, Adam, you're entirely correct in that nothing makes sense and nothing matters. This movie is the perfect 2017 film um, because it's exactly like our life. But I would say that... <laughs> I would say that... If we can just flesh out the concept a second here, then you tell me if it's such a bad idea, a bad film. So the concept I'm getting from the movie is that somehow there is some sort of malevolent force that takes that, – that will kill people. And then when they've been killed by this force, they get sucked into this cursed TV. But they can come out of the cursed TV. So they're kind of like – Ghosts, but they can take human. They can take the form of any kind of monster that they want, and they can they can kill people. Like that's that, and and their only goal is to kill people because they don't realize they're dead. That's what I got from the movie. 
that's not a terrible concept, really. It's just that the execution and the explanation are such shit. Because, like, if it's video dead, like, and there's a zombie on the front, you think, and 90% of all the monsters in this movie are zombies. But I don't actually remember them eating anybody. No, they never eat anybody. They strangle them. They strangle, <laughs> yes. There are so many strangling deaths, and it's like, why? You're a fucking zombie. Well, uh, okay, so if we're going to be talking about that, <laughs> let's let's also focus on the ways that you can kill a zombie in this movie, because they're all insane. It's Because like, <laughs> it's like, oh, well, they're not aware that they're dead, so if you just shoot them like you were killing any normal person, they'll just go to their dead state. <laughs> like... Or, but that's not even internally correct for the film because there's one of them that one of the zombies gets a fucking iron in the brain yeah. that would kill any normal human. But it continues to it gets up and it chokes somebody and it keeps the iron in its head and it thinks it's funny or something like that. I don't know. It, it, there's no internal logic to this film, which upsets me. There's there's I. Very I want to. I want to just go ahead and throw like a big fuck you to this movie right now because it's like <laughs> Mad Libs the movie where yeah. I have to insert nouns and adjectives to make the movie make sense. Like that's what you did earlier on, Scott. Like you had to insert like a bunch of of your own you know thoughts and ideas into the film and and attach it to the plot of the movie to to you know sort of cobble together a, a, a sensible like plot from it. No, yeah. fuck you. It's your movie. It's your job to fucking explain it to me, you piece of shit. Like, well, and this movie doesn't even really like know who its main character is for most of it. Like, like that was a... it kills people off. Like, it, this is the thing is, it's almost like vignettes. It's like main character, main character gets killed. No main character, main character gets killed. But Adam, can you just do me a huge favor? Can you say insert again? Insert. <laughs> Can you just use that term throughout the, the episode, please? Yeah, I'll try and insert it a couple more oh. times. Oh, say, it, say it slowly. Happy. Slower. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel I feel like we're swamping John right now, like really over so I think John, he deserves it. Well I wanna yeah. I wanna highlight one one quote that actually made me laugh out loud, uh, which is the the random girl next door that comes over with the dog. And she says, she says, and I quote, he tries to mate with skunks, but they don't like it. And then they spray him. And that just makes him more turned on. <laughs> Which... Oh, my God. I have that, too. Only skunks <laughs> don't like to mate with poodles. Uh, you're missing three great points or maybe just two great points before that. Um, there is, I believe, a song in the background, like a pop song before April shows up at the house. And the lyric that I, I'm pretty sure it's a lyric because it's all in caps in my notes. It says, every day is Saturday night. <laughs> I think that, per- that, that was video dead. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's- <laughs> well, <laughs> well, like that girl, the, the thing that I liked about that, that skunks line is uh, she delivers it with the weird pacing of an actor in an early Kevin Smith movie where they're like – they're not really sure how a normal person would read that line, so they're just like taking these long statements with uh, quick pauses. Uh, like I, I think of in Chasing Amy, where the the finger cuff sequence happens, where it cuts to the guy standing outside Quick Stop explaining it, and there's no logical pauses in the sentence. It's just like and da 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 da
is like how she talks throughout the entire fucking movie because uh, she is a human person and this (laughs) (laughs) the scene before April shows up it's like right before April like knocks on the door for no apparent reason it shows the zombie that came out of the TV first which is really the best looking zombie of all of them and and so they show it gratuitously yeah there's Uh, one particular zombie that they went like full out on and, and actually like put some budget into and everybody else looks like garbage yeah, everybody else literally looks like um, when you would go trick-or-treating when you were a kid and everybody was doing their own makeup to look like zombies and they had like one piece of fake like uh, plastic skin on their cheek. That's it. And then they're like, I'm a zombie. Give me candy. Uh, everybody else looks like they had zombie makeup put on them and then they sat in a hot, like a hot car for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> they really needed to marinate in, marinate the stench. So that they like to get in character. It's method gotta acting, get, Adam. Got to get those juices flowing. You know? Yes, yes. Ins- um, insert. Insert them <laughs> into the scene. Uh, so the zombies came out of the TV, killed this guy for funsies. Didn't eat him. They put a party hat on him. And then they went and they hung out in the woods for three fucking months. And they haven't attacked anybody. Like they just know. It doesn't, nothing makes sense. At all. Yeah, because, no, there's like, no why, internal what, what logic. What is their MO? Why, why do they kill people? If they, if they, Once you figure out why they kill people, why didn't they kill people for three months? Why do they only want to kill people in this house? But then they don't just want to kill people in this house because the 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 the, the random dude that shows up, he's like, it's supposed to be my TV. Um, he says that they, it's just going to take over the whole town or something like that. Well, here's here's a bit of a pro tip for you. A second, the second a zombie pops out of a washing machine, you know this fucking movie's done. Like it's <laughs> yeah, just done and over with. Like stop trying. Like fuck it. Who cares? Uh, so I have a question about that that zombie. That's the bride zombie, right? Yeah. yeah. So who buries a bride in a wedding dress? Like <laughs> I've seen that trope in a million zombie movies. I think that even like my favorite zombie movie, Return of the Living Dead has a bride zombie. It makes no sense. Well, maybe no it was the nicest gets... thing that they owned. Yeah, that what if you're like, I think it's just really poor people, and they're like, well, this is probably the, you know, best dress that she has. <laughs> but where did that concept even come from? It's just such a backwards... I think because there's just something... Sc- it probably all stemmed from that scary stories to tell in the dark story called The Bribe, bride, <laughs> in which they find the bride in the trunk. <laughs> to be fair, that was written in the 80s, and I'm sure that that trope extends way before the 80s. But we're missing the best part of this movie. I, I honestly think that this is the climax of the film, and it happens about 20 minutes in. Um, April leaves after they find the dead dog, and she's like, oh, what am I going to do? Her, the, the brother, I actually, you, she's the only character I wrote the name of. I think it's um, Jeff. I think the brother's name okay, is yeah. Jeff. Yeah, he's he's like the the punk. Every every zombie movie from the eighties needs a punk. He's the punk kid. Um, he looks like he is dressed up like uh, the boyfriend from um, Return of the Living Dead with his like suspenders and shit uh, and his ripped shirt. But he like opens the fridge and there's no food in the fridge. But he goes to his room and smokes a joint. So it's like his internal logic, his thought process was probably there's no food in this house. Just this joint, bro. And then he starts watching. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so it really is a Kevin Smith film. 
Well, so I do want to also take this is the last major note that I have with this movie. Um, so I've got a very important note, uh, a, a health conscious note. It um, says, Damn girl, do you ever floss? You shouldn't be spitting up that much blood when you brush your teeth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> like, if, uh, if you're spitting, uh, if you're brushing your teeth and there's a lot of red blood in the sink, um, you need to start flossing. <laughs> That's the biggest lesson to take away from Video Dead. Otherwise, zombies will come and murder you. (laughs) Remember that scene from The Simpsons where Ralph Wiggum goes to the dentist and he's like, have you been flossing? And he's like, yeah, I have. And he's like, why must you turn this into a house of lies? (laughs) (laughs) Do we need to take a look at the big book of British smiles? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God bless The Simpsons. It always lightens uh, up a terrible movie. I have a note here. This is probably my last, like, you know, important note. Uh, John, buddy, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, this one goes out to you, buddy. Uh, (laughs) A zombie is in a washing machine. This is fucking cheap and dumb and not thought out and fucking exhausting to watch. I'm not your close friend, okay? I'm not cool with you just making garbage and inside jokes. I'm not going to humor you and your stupid bullshit. I sat down with the expectation of watching an actual fucking movie, and you treated me to this bunch of bullshit set pieces that you made in a day because you just happen to have some zombie makeup lying around. Okay? I don't appreciate it. All right? Fuck you. Fuck you and your half-hearted shit. All right? Fuck whatever company thought this was worth production and distribution. Fuck you. Wow, yeah. Actually, I was pretty mad yesterday when I wrote that also, wrote these. That also sounds like you think that John made the move. <laughs> <laughs> John, buddy, you still there? That one, that one goes out to you, buddy. <laughs> it's like a radio I'm dedication not, on a on a hot summer day. <laughs> this, one, this one's going out to John. <laughs> oh, video dead episode. Whatever this is, the day that Adam became the uh, female lead in Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. <laughs> Uh, are you guys gonna call me Stretch? Wait, what was her name? Stretch. What was it? it was Stretch. Was it Stretch? That is Adam, that is some top-notch memory. For an entirely different reason. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to finish that joke. Like that, my mind just filled in like five different punches. That lines little like, pretty... <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> turned into a fucking clown on our podcast. All right, hey guys. Uh, so video dead. I got like I was pretty disappointed with my note level, but um, I apparently have way more notes than anybody else. So let me just burn through this shit because this movie is not worth our time. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, this kid actor is terrible. Fuck you, Jeff. Then in all caps, they call me the garbage man. Uh, oh yeah, we were watching. We, hand down the yeah. Suddenly we're watching the stand. Like what the hell is yeah. that? Yeah, he's, he's trash can man. He's gonna jerk off. Trash can man is gonna jerk off Jeff, and then be like, uh, "Yup, yup." Ah, uh, shit! It's been a long time since I've even read that shit. This uh, movie would only be better if fucking somebody brought in a nuclear bomb at the end of it. And fucking a nuclear flew bomb. Nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. Nuclear. Yes. <laughs> nuclear. Um, man, you know. Side note: I don't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast or if this has been in our group chat, but. The Stand has the most guy-on-guy handjobs of any Stephen King book. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're... <laughs> it's only because of the length. If you added, you know, seven or eight more chapters to any given Stephen King book, you would throw in a, a homosexual 
hand job in there. It's something. all. I don't. Okay, so we know the Stephen King works through his demons in his books, and that's why there are so many alcoholic, fucking terrible fathers in that because that's what he was afraid of becoming. But then what does that say about him that, like, seriously, four out of every five Stephen King books has a guy-on-guy handjob in it? It was very confusing for 13-year-old me, all right? I think he's just homophobic. Maybe he's – because, like you said, like he's working through his fears. So he's scared of getting a handy from a guy, I guess? Why would you be scared? It's not like they're trying to stab you. Yeah, I mean, they're not, like, holding you down and jerking you off, right? Just be like, yeah, hey – I'd I'd rather I'd rather you didn't please like yeah like that's all you got to politely do. decline the hand job from your friend John you still there buddy oh yeah for sure you should wait for his hand job this whole conversation goes out to you buddy <laughs> um, okay so back to this movie uh, <laughs> so I went off the uh, fucking rails an hour ago. Yeah. So why did the zombies strangle people in this movie instead of eat them? That's I asked that question two separate times in my notes. But then um, the next question is how did the bride hide in the laundry? But we already kind of discussed that. Uh, I'm 43 minutes in and holy shit, this is only half over is an actual note. It's oh, four yeah. notes before the end. This movie, and then the aggressive expression. This movie feels so fucking long. When he was like dangling from a tree, I was like, "Okay, there's probably like ten, fifteen minutes left." No, nope, I like checked. Oh, I was like gosh, Jesus, forty five. Yeah, yeah, but okay. So the internal logic of this movie, as we've said, is bullshit. So they don't actually eat people; they eat cold soup. And she's like, "Well, a recipe that's in my fam- been in my family for generations." Um, I think that was supposed to be funny when they wrote it, but she's just a shit actress, and this movie is so oppressive. That I just I couldn't even chuckle at the at the at the quote. It was incredibly bad. Um, so I actually have no more notes for the rest of the movie. I completely gloss over the hunting scene uh, with the chainsaw because it was pointless, and I fast forwarded through half of it. Um, oh, just do you guys to- do you guys remember that scene where he specifically asks to be allowed to chop up the zombie? Like, is he a fucking sociopath? Or, like, what the fuck yeah, is up with that? Because his favorite horror movie is Texas Chainsaw Massacre is how they explain that scene. Yeah, yeah but that's, like, homicidal. Like, that's a weird fucking thing to do. Adam, Adam, they're not living. They're the video dead. <laughs> oh, this, uh, you're right. Sorry. If if it's just desecrating a corpse, it's not a big <laughs> fucking deal. <man>. You're right. <laughs> All right. I'm glad we uh, cleared that up. Um, and then... The last note that I have is just I was so tired. This movie made me physically tired. It was so draining mentally to watch it and try and make sense of it. So I couldn't even get any notes out. And then the last thing I wrote down was, why would you even bring a beat-up TV to the hospital? Like, hospitals had TVs in rooms in the 80s. It's not, like, a big deal. They're like, we thought that this would cheer you up. And it's not like she couldn't just get up and walk away and then Jeff dies or something? I don't even... Everybody's dead except for her. Everybody's dead except yeah. for Zoe, who has done the bare minimum to survive this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I got one for you guys. Okay, you notice there's a lot of reused footage <laughs> in there, obviously, because at I one point... They had, that, actually. They had the mirrors on the doors, and then the next scene, there's nothing on the door. <laughs> and then there was... Uh, earlier, wherever Jeff wakes up, he's got a shirt on, he's going down to answer the door, so... Do you guys take your shirts off to answer the door while you're at it? 
I mean, I, I mean, yes. I mean, it depends. Oh, it depends if I if I know who's coming over. Like if I'm expecting a a, a hot a hot date to come over, then yeah, I'd probably take this shirt off. Yeah, I'd probably. Well, well he did it to a stranger. He didn't know anybody though. Yeah, they just bought that house and moved in. Are Are you yeah. trying to relate to the characters in this movie? <laughs> fucking, it's not gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen. Although that kid that did play Jeff, he was only 16 years old when he done this, so. I could have been. I'm. A, I'm, admittedly, terrible at acting. I did plays in junior high and high school, and I'm bad. All right. I could have done a much better job at sixteen. Oh yeah. Well, and I think what they. I looked it up. There's like the budget was eighty thousand to do this movie. I think they blew it all probably on that first like ten minutes with all the lightning and stuff before it got real shitty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, there's something else I looked up on. Oh, yeah, it took over a year to film the movie because everybody had to do it on the weekends when it was their free time. Wow. Yeah, it's that bad. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I have a little, uh, a little like, uh, trivia, I guess. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> for you guys. Um, on IMDb, uh, someone claims to be an actress that was in the movie. Um, so she says, I well, I was in the movie... I was actually the female that reduced or seduces the boy and comes out of the TV set. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was actually kind of fun. They put so much latex all over my face when they made me the monster that I couldn't get it off. And it was really low budget. So we had to leave the location and could not get the latex off my face. It was stuck on there. So I was pulling this latex, latex and peeling off my skin and crying. Uh, finally got the latex off. Uh, those were the days. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, actually, well that, that is so, like, straightforward. There's no nuance to the writing. She sounds exactly like someone that would sign up to, it, to work on Video Dead. It makes yeah, me I, want I'm, to I'm, share... When we uh, when this episode drops, I may have to post the pictures of my failed attempt at a zombie movie uh, called Fluffy the Zombie Slayer. Um, wow, that sounds awful, Matt. You might want to keep that one. Um, yeah, off. hey, Matt, do you feel bad for the people that made the video dead? You kind of cringe for them? Maybe keep that shit to yourself, buddy. I don't know. Here's, here's the difference. Here's, here's all I'm going to say. We never, we never made anyone watch our movie. We never finished it. But uh, our zombie effects were definitely better. <laughs> like... Okay, well, you brought up the... You brought the woman. I looked up and I seen that she played in a couple of other things, but she was the lead singer of a punk rock band called The Nuns at the time. The, Boy, the main, yeah, the main, our hero? No, no, no not the, the hero. No, no, the woman that came out of TV and gave Jeff oh. the blowjob. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. that, that was like the, the. Okay, I know I say this a lot, especially because, you know, in the Howling 2 episode, I say this particularly vehemently. Um, it's weird when you watch a sex scene and it is really unsexy, but that was like a super, super unsexy sex scene. Yeah. Like there's straight female, like full frontal nudity, but she's blowing a 16 year old. <laughs> Just this movie is so, so wrong in not entertaining ways. Oh man, we're gonna have such a long conversation about this when we talk in a couple of weeks about a movie that takes place at a camp. 
That shit's upsetting. <laughs> like, what What do you want me to feel right now? I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, woof, 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 woof. We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm-hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Yep. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. <laughs> so, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The <laughs> Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. All right, so what did you guys watch this week? John, you first, actually. Yeah, John, John, hit us up. What do you got there, John? Well, uh, we just finished binge-watching the last two seasons of Supernatural, catching up on it. Oh, I'm so Uh, sorry for you. Yeah, it's... They've got good episodes or some episodes. It's like I don't care. <laughs> I don't has know. It's it like a hit and miss show. Has it kind of fallen into into like uh, X Files territory at this point, where it's like uh, Scully's still like, oh, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe not. And then Mulder's like, Are you fucking stupid? Like we've seen so much stuff. Come on, like, yeah. Is that is that the kind of like territory that Supernatural has fallen into, where it's just like they're just they they should just be blasé about it at this point. They're like, you know what? I'm fucking tired of this shit. Like we've dealt with demons. <laughs> like we've dealt with this shit so much. I don't know. Like I said, it's just hit and miss for me on that show because there's some episodes that are really good and they get something going, then all of a sudden it's just dropped off and you don't hear nothing else about it. When the, even the early the even or the early seasons I liked because they were out there hunting the ghosts and monsters and stuff. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. And then it just got caught up with all this other stuff, which isn't bad, but it's just it gets drawn out. I guess I should say it's like okay, they do 22, 23 episodes a season, and it seems like they draw out the one theme and they drop for a couple episodes and they pick it back up and it just that doesn't. That's work. the problem with almost every twenty two episode. TV show though it's been a, a, a fucking cancer on TV shows especially the the like supernatural element ones not just the TV show supernatural but like even going back to like Buffy since Matt mentioned Fluffy the vampire or the zombie slayer or whatever Buffy like you can do monster of the week episode filler episodes like and bookend episodes well but you need Joss Whedon basically. I, I don't know why we just sort of like accept it as like a sort of like a part of of what you're going to get when you watch a TV show. Why should there be filler episodes? Like, fuck off. Don't don't make me sit through these empty episodes that go nowhere and do nothing like. Well, there, that's that's one thing. But then another is when there are actual good you can do bookend episodes well. And you can have like a mini arc where you where you basically take you know like one of the the perfect example from Buffy is the Zeppo, which is Matt's probably favorite episode of Buffy because he easily feels top very five at least. Fun. Yeah, um, but the Zeppo is the one where and that, that's episode, is that season two, Matt? Um, it's still when they're in high school, but I think it's actually season three. Oh, it's season three because that's when Elijah Dushku takes um, Xander's virginity, right? Yeah. I, I like the episode where they all get uh, possessed by coyotes. That is uh, an awful, <laughs> awful episode. It's called the Pack. Yeah, that is, that is episode one. 
or a first season. No, no, that's that's the first half of the first season. But the first season is mostly Monster of the Week, so it can be done well. But um, and the Zeppo is a really, really good uh, example of a bookend um, sort of Monster of the Week episode where it takes one of the secondary characters and gives them the spotlight for the entire episode. Um, and to to kind of jump off from what John is saying about Supernatural. Um, this episode is coming out relatively further along chronologically than when I finished this fourth season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but they're doing, so they've been doing something awesome with that show. There's still 22 episode seasons. Um, but in this fourth season, they built in three separate storylines that take about seven episodes apiece called Pods. And um, the first pod was Ghost Rider, the second pod was LMD, and the third pod was Agents of Hydra. Um, and they're somewhat self-contained, but the whole season does follow like a whole, like it's, it's one large season with an overarching storyline, but there are three kind of concentrated storylines over about a seven-ish, a seven-episode length and it really keeps the energy up there's no filler episodes i think there might have been one weak episode in the entire 22 episodes of that entire season My opinion isn't trustworthy on this because you're such a fucking fanboy about this shit if fucking if ghost rider as like nicholas cage as ghost rider rolled up and then docked his penis with agent colson you'd fucking you'd be cool with it you well, would absolutely no, right not, no i don't like nicholas cage's ghost rider i also think ghost rider is kind of a uh neck beardy kind of character sorry to anybody that likes ghost rider but it's up there with punisher in my mind but here's the thing about ghost rider they did a very good job with this character with this characterization um and the punisher in daredevil season two was actually done really well they could have made him the douchebag that every second amendment nut loves or not even second amendment nut i'm talking like those dudes that wear Punisher t-shirts and are uh, like uh, mall ninja kind of neck beards where they, you know, they don't actually know how to shoot a gun. They just think the idea of killing people is cool and vigilante justice. So fuck those people. Uh, you've ruined the Punisher for me, but Daredevil season two is pretty sweet in that they gave him a pretty, pretty messed up uh, persona, uh, like personality and, and understanding of why he does what he does. So anyway, season four, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., awesome. Don't listen to Adam. I'm not just fanboying about it. I've even made my wife watch all four seasons of it, and she likes it too. So there. Uh, uh, Scott, did you read about that? Named, someone that's not named after Captain America, please tell me what your opinion <laughs> of the show is. <laughs> what did I watch this week? Uh, last night, I watched a movie um, called Voodoo from 1995 starring Corey Feldman, and it is not good. Um, but it had a cool cover, so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna give this a shot." And uh, yeah, it's it's fucking awful. It's about a college fraternity that is actually secretly a voodoo cult, and uh, the only big name actor in it is Corey Feldman. So you could put the pieces together on how good that movie probably is based on that information alone. Uh, don't recommend it. In any way, shape, or form, there's no actual redeeming thing about it, except that it moves pretty quickly at, like, a nice, like, 85 minutes. I'm sorry, Matt, but I can't promise that I'll ever willingly watch a Corey Feldman movie again. (laughs) Is that including, like, Lost Boys and Goonies, or you just mean, like, anything that's not the classic, like, era of Corey Feldman movies? I will watch 
anything from like eighty three to eighty six, but that's I, and that's pushing it. And then honestly. the window closes. Yeah. And- well, I mean, Corey Feldman went from being a sad uh, case of like child stardom to being like somebody, please help this man. He is off the rails crazy. He releases music now, and he was on. Um, he was on like the View or the Talk or whatever the fuck it's called now. Not too long ago. And, Twice. Uh, yeah, it was really Angel Band to watch. Yes. It was super sad to watch. Uh, so who's left? Did Adam go? Uh, uh, just me, I think. I watched a crappy legal drama um, called uh, The Whole Truth with Keanu Reeves, uh, which was from, like, 2016, and it had, um, oh, shit, what's her name? Renee Zellweger in it as well. So it was Keanu Reeves and Renee Zellweger. Um, The whole movie is just about, like, this court case that goes on, and in the end, there's a big twist, but the twist actually completely invalidates everything else that happened in the movie. Uh, Apparently, the writers didn't really think too, too, you know, didn't really think it through too well. Um, didn't didn't make a lot of sense. Was a bad movie, and I wouldn't suggest it. All right, well, that was Video Dead from 1987. Whoa, Whoa. Jesus, Matt, screaming at us! <laughs> Why is your mic so hot? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Woo. It's because it's attached to this it. body. Uh. Um, <laughs> Insert. Yeah, uh, this is the video dead from 1987. We were joined by John from the Fright Corner podcast. Uh, thank you, John, and fuck you, John, for making us watch this movie. <laughs> um, we will be back as always. We are just two episodes away from episode 100 at this point. Yeah. Uh, so uh, really quick before we wrap up, John, you want to go ahead and plug your uh, go ahead and plug your stuff. Okay, well you can find me. <laughs> hey, John. Okay, you, John. Yeah. This one goes out to you, buddy. <laughs> Well, you can. Uh, I'm at the Fright Corner on Twitter. I have a Fright Corner podcast. We've been on hiatus because we're restructuring it. We're trying to find a niche that works, and it's, <laughs> nothing's came to us yet. Plus, I'm working on a couple of side projects as well. Uh, and we, I do have a Facebook page. And other than that, I think that's pretty well it. All right, perfect. All right, Thanks, buddy. Twitter takedown is just two weeks away. So uh, strap in, get ready for that. Start following the Geekscape channel so you don't miss a single second of our uh, 12-hour stream of commentary. Uh, and I know that on my end of the camera for 24 hours, I will have various guests popping over to uh, watch movies with me. There's even going to be um, a surprise person from uh, our podcast past so i'm interested to see uh, if that ends up working out but we'll be back next week with another movie something to get us into the summer feelings We're making an ad. Napping ad. This is where I think if we're doing it right, Alec Baldwin comes in. He says a couple things. Mm -hmm. He listens to the podcast every week. Has he been canceled? Was Alec Baldwin the one who killed somebody? I hear that Gary Sinise is free. Oh, okay, great. He hasn't worked since 2020. (laughs) 
So, um, what would be the script that we would have Gary Sinise say for the Napping Through Happy Hour podcast? Listen to this damn show. Damn it. The Napping Through Happy Hour podcast brought to you by Geekscape. Real life, real drama, real time. I'm Gary Sinise. That's the ad. That's the ad. That's the ad. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 